John 15, 5. Put it up. When I call it, put it up. I am the vine. Mm-hmm. That's the offspring. Ye are the branches. Branches come from the vine, right? Mm-hmm. He that abideth in me, uh-huh, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do what? Nothing. nothing. We can't do nothing without the Lord, but screw something up. Now, as we deal with this, and we go to Revelation 22, back to Revelation 22, verse 17 and 18, here's what God's word said. And the spirit and the bride, which is us, say, come. It's an invitation. And let him that hears. See, you can't come unless you hear. He that had an ear to hear, let him hear. It says, come, and let him that heareth say, come. And let him that is a thirst, come. And then he puts that free will thing in there, whosoever will. Let him come, or let him take of the water of life freely. Here's what I want you to understand. Because here's where we're going in this last hour. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. I'm going to stop right there for a minute. We got a lot of preachers that are not preaching the Word of God. But they are preaching a tickling ear sermon that everybody has gotten used to while the hand of the beast is closing in on us rapidly. We're in the last hour, three seconds before midnight. It's closer than you think. And I know you've been hearing it, and you've been hearing it, and you've been hearing it, but we're going to get on down in here today, and you're going to... We'll help you see some things. Let's go to Revelation 16.1, to the meat of our message today. And we're going to hang around here, and we're going to deal with this. Amen? Amen. Verse 16 says, I heard a great voice out of the temple saying, to the seven angels. Go your way. See, each one of them had a certain way to go. Amen? And pour out the vows of the wrath of God upon earth. See, people don't want to hear about the wrath of God. Everybody want to hear about the grace of God. There's another side to God. I'm going to deal with that today. Because, see, I don't know about no other church, but this church here, we're going to give you the truth. We're going to try to prepare you for, like I said before and many times before, religion is preparing you for a rabbit out there. House of Destiny is preparing you to meet the bear. And the first, verse 2 says, and the first went and he poured out his vial upon, well, the earth. And there fell 
a noisome and grievous sore upon men which had the mark of the beast. Uh-huh. Talking about man here. Following man. Following man's leadership. And upon them which worship his image, which are the things that man makes. Too many of us are equating God to material things. We say it's God, but there's no eternity in it. See, if it's of God, it's going to have eternity in it, if it's truly of God. I'm not saying God ain't going to bless you. Everybody want to be blessed, but you ought to want to be blessed spiritually before you blessed any other kind of way. Because when you bless physically, you'll mess around and you'll forget who the blesser is. And that's a dangerous place to be. Now, we all got situations in our life. All that's well and good. God knows that he died for us. That's the reason he died. So, verse 3 says, you know, before I go any further. Verse 2 goes on and says here about these grievous souls. Mm-hmm. Noisome. And grievous. COVID-19. Various. Sections of it. They got a new variant out. Plagues. Monkeypox. That's the next one. Went from 500 cases to over 5,000 cases here in America. San Francisco has the highest of it. But San Francisco is a place of pure debauchery also. If you don't know what debauchery is, look it up. It means that you've fallen way down. New York. But they don't want to call it an epidemic. But it is. And I don't know if any of y'all seen the pictures of monkeypox and what it does to a human being. But it's sort of like what Job had. From his head to the bottom of his foot, scabs, balls, and he sat down in sackcloth and ashes and took a clay thing and broke it and scraped. Can you imagine that? And the man hadn't done a thing. So what about us who are guilty? What about us? God said the first angel went. And he poured his vile wrath out upon the earth. Now all these plagues are coming forth. You see, a lot of people think that they can read Revelation and it's chronological. This thing overlaps, goes back, overlaps. You see, when you're pouring something out of a jar, it ain't all poured out at the same time. Or let me just be proficient here and say it's not all poured out. At one time, right? You begin to pour, and the longer you pour, the more pour, right? We're speeding up. We're in the last hour. It's speeding up. We don't know what kind of scourge is coming afterwards, but you can bet it's something else after monkeypox. Now, the thing about these diseases is, these diseases are biological. In other words, they are produced in laboratories. But it's still doing God's will. That's what you got to understand. God has to have somebody 
to pour out the vial. God has to have somebody to carry out man on the earth once the vial is being poured out. So it takes decades, sometimes centuries, for a plague or a disease to learn or be educated how to jump from one person to another. But when you educate in the lab a disease, it speeds up the process. See, the disease has to be educated to do that. It can be either educated over decades and decades and decades of learning how to do it, or it can be educated in a laboratory to do immediately what man wants it to do. Now, I know some of y'all think that man is not that evil, but people, we... (laughs) People, we live in an evil world. Whether you can see it or not, whether you believe it or not, it don't make no difference. We're living among dangerous minds. You understand? Dangerous minds. They have to kill us. Russia, over there, to get around the sanctions and get money, they don't show you this on regular cable news, because all they talk about is those stupid politics, beast. They're over there stealing dumb people's gold. Got them piled up. They got piles of gold on the ground that they're stealing Russia to make money, to keep on in that war. And they got them piled. Piles of gold as big as uh, 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 recliner chairs. That's a lot of money. They're raping those people in Sudan, because, see, that's what the bullies do. Bullies jump on folk who can't fight back. Mm-hmm. That's what a bully do. That's what bullies do. Just wanted to throw that in to you, that that's going on right now. But they don't tell you about it. You got to get up early in the morning, catch the off-brand news, if you're going to catch any. Because all that mainstream stuff you listen to, you'll be crazy. You will be crazy. The second angel, he poured out his vial upon the sea. That's the nations. And it became as blood of a dead man. When you see blood, you see death, okay? Talk about death here. Men became spiritually dead, amen? And every living soul died in the sea. See, your soul is not alive if you don't know Christ. Yeah, you're a dead man I say you're a dead man walking, going to the gas chamber or the electric chair, eternally. Amen? Here, this vial is poured out on the nations. And what happens is, is that love is waxed cold from it. Amen? And people don't want to hear about God no more because they don't have ears to hear because their souls aren't connected with God. And we can't hear God when our souls is connected to death. Amen? So the second angel, he poured out 
Mizbah. Upon the earth. Second angel poured his out. The first angel poured his out upon the earth. Brought forth the souls. Souls. The second angel poured out his vow upon the sea. The third angel poured out his vow upon the rivers and the they became what? Blood. Remember blood? Blood here, we're talking about death. We're not talking about the blood of Christ that brings life. We're talking about death here, okay? And what happened was, look what happened. And the waters, the, the rivers, that's the flow of spirituality. And the fountains of water, that's the blessings that come from having the spirit in you. They became dead. Here again, dead man walking. No spiritual connection with God. Dead man walking. Eternally. Amen. And verse 5 says, And I heard the angel of the waters say, Thou art righteous, O Lord, because thou hast judged thus. And they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink, death to drink, for they are worthy. Verse 7 says, And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. And then the fourth angel came out of his, poured out his vial. And he poured it out upon the sun. And power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. I'm going to stop right there for a minute. Each year it's getting hotter and hotter, right? All over the world. Some places it's getting 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Not heat index. Fahrenheit. Every year it's getting hotter and hotter. Crops can't grow. Drought. Places drying up. People don't even have good water to drink. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's happening across this nation, but not only this nation, around the world. You, you're just concerned about here. But God is concerned about the whole world. And the devil is too. And the devil is too. So now, when this angel pouring out his vial upon the sun, and we're we killing the ozone layer that protects us because of all the stuff that's going up in the air, and every time we go up, we blow holes in the ozone layer and it becomes thinner and thinner and thinner and the heat comes in more and more and more and more and more and that's God pouring out that vial from the sun and scorching men but I'm going to show you from the Bible what men do when they can't get their way you show what they do in the course to God's word hear the word of the Lord verse 9 and men were scorched with heat right Put them scriptures up. But look what they did. With great heat. But look what they did. They didn't repent. They blasphemed the name of God. Mm-hmm. Because they were being scorched. 
which has power over these plagues, in other words, instead of asking God and repenting to God who has the powers over the plague, they cursed him. And they, after all this, they still didn't repent. They repented not to give him glory. So I don't know where these preachers coming from, but that's going to be a great revival because it's not. That's not biblical. It's all downhill from here. And I don't usually talk about crazy politicians because we already know all crazy. But one thing old man Trump said this morning, and then they say, well, he's speaking dark languages. You know, he's just speaking dark. Well, where do you get a load of me? Because he said this morning that the nation is going to hell. Well, they didn't like that. Well, he just told the truth. If the truth comes from a jackass, you need to listen to it. Because the jackass tried to tell Balaam, Balaam, look, there's an angel up there, got a sword in his hand, and he's going to cut our heads off. Balaam kicking on him, acting crazy, say, look, am I not the donkey you've been riding? The donkey forbade the madness of the prophet. Because if he'd have went on, he'd have got it. What I'm trying to say, church, don't look at the messenger, but hear the message. Because God works through jackasses like me. God works through the worst of us. See, that's what the church don't understand yet. See, the church don't want to hear from the worst of men, but it's the worst of men who know what you're going through. It's the worst of us that know how not to judge you. Because either we've been through or we're going through. But them goody two-shoes, they ain't been through nothing. They got book learning. They, they, they've had it on a silver platter. They got a whole bunch of people. But the Word of God says that when you see that wide, destructive road and everybody running to it, he said, now you go the other way. You go the other way because them folk there, they really ain't being prepared for what's about to come. Well, let's go ahead on down here. Because men were scorched with great heat. They blasphemed the name of God, which had power over these plagues. They did not repent. Neither did they give glory to God. Then came the fifth angel. He poured out his vial upon the seat of the beast. That's the center of man, okay? And his kingdom... You know, that pride that you got set up in yourself? Bible said it became full of darkness. Not just darkness, but that thing that you had built up, because it comes from in here before it can be manifested, right? You got to think about things. Everything, everything comes from a design from within before it can be manifested, Amen. That kingdom became full of darkness. And they gnawed their tongues for pain. Next verse. Look what he did. They still blaspheming God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and repented not for their deeds. How is it going to be a great revival if these jokers ain't going to repent? How can that be? Well, it's not going to be. Now, you can believe what you want. 
But the Bible said that after all these things is hitting us, we're not getting closer to God. We're getting further away from God. Look at our nation. Look at the world. You think they want to hear about God? You think that they want to hear the truth about the Bible? They'll come long as you're satisfying them with what they want to hear. I heard a preacher say this morning, you know, when, when people out in the audience, when they want grace, they ask, preach, pray for them, maybe they am. But when the preacher stumbles and falls, he can't find no grace. That's what religion will do. Religion will kill the preacher. Religion will kill you too, because as soon as you fail, then the mother's going to jump on you. And they're going to knock you in the head because, well, you ain't living right. That's what they'll say. Well, you ain't living right either. Because if you was living right, you wouldn't judge me, but you would love me and you would try to console me and understand that judge nothing before it's time, the Bible says. And God makes all things beautiful in his time and not in man's time. See, we try to be the judge, juror, and the executioner. We want it all in our power. Well, let me say you go to hell with your religion. That's what you do. So the fifth angel, when he poured out his vow, he poured it upon the seat, the inner self of man who's not conditioned in God. And he becomes full of darkness. Yeah. And oh, what a great darkness Jesus said it is. Well, let's move on down to verse 11. And they blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and repented not of the deed. But then the sixth angel poured out his vial. Just about done. He poured it out upon the river of the Euphrates. You know what the river of Euphrates means? The flow of your fruitfulness. Yeah, check this out. Now, when that angel pours it out, now you can go physical, but I'm a spiritual teacher, you know. Y'all know you got to deal with this first, or you try to deal with something out there. You know, you got to teach people what's going on in here first, because this is a problem that the world has is what's going on inside of us. Am I right about it? See, we got, to, we got to see what God's talking about in here. Because when things change in here, things will change out there. Amen? All right, now. All right. So let's, let, let, let's deal with the root of the problem. So the six angels, dealing with man, six, they poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, the fruitfulness, spiritual fruitfulness. Uh-huh. And look what happened. The blessings, the water, that comes from the flow of fruitfulness, it did what? Is not this nation drying up? Is not man's spiritual flow of fruitfulness drying up? Huh? Yeah, 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 Uh uh-huh. Is it not? You might be doing all right today, but tomorrow, boy, you can. They won't even be gone. Something crazy might hit you. All right. I want you to think about it. I want you to imagine this just for a second. We left home this morning. 
everything intact. Some people in Kentucky did too. Some people in West Virginia did too. And some people in Ohio a few days ago did too. And some people in Las Vegas did too. And then all of a sudden, every bit of fruitfulness you had been wiped away. Just like that. See, I'm trying to get us on the conscious base that every day that we're above this earth and blessed, we better be thankful regardless of what our condition is. If you're blind, if you're crippled, if you're crazy, you still give thanks. I got a lip in my hip and a dip in my walk, but I'm still saying I'm thankful. I'm still saying I'm thankful. I'm in pain, but I'm still saying I'm thankful. Because God said give thanks in all things. I heard apostles say this morning, that he, ain't, he, just, he, he just ain't going to let the devil win. Just ain't going to let him win. No matter what I go through. This child right here, Marcelette, been through probably, girl, I got I tip my hat to you. It had to be God. And for you to still be in the flow, ain't nobody been through what you've been through in here. And I've been through 28 years of federal penitentiary, and ain't nobody been through what you've been in here. So I take my hat off to you. I take my hat off to you. I've been through drug addiction 40 years. But ain't nobody been through what you've been through. I should have been dead a long time ago. Two or three times my head almost got blowed off. But ain't nobody been through what you've been through. I just figured I'd throw that out there. But the word of God says that the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates. That's that great spiritual flow. That's what I'd be trying to tell people, you know. Just because things going good today, don't think it's going to be like that all the time. Just because you got money today, don't get hooked on your money. Don't get hooked on your job. It'll run you crazy if you lose it. If you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. But this is what David said. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging for bread. Amen. God said in the Matthew, the, the, I think it's what, 633? That if you seek me first in the kingdom of God, on his righteousness, all of these other things will be added unto you. Now, what is he talking about with all these other things? See, you've got to go back up top a couple of scriptures to understand what he's talking about. He ain't talking about giving you everything he wants. He's talking about giving you everything you need. You see, you can take that scripture and screw people's head up because you didn't dissect the whole story about what Jesus is talking about here. Yeah, you have to know what you're doing when you're up here. Give somebody to hell from right here. Then the word of God goes on in verse 12. It says that the waters dried up, the spiritual blessings that come from the river or the flow of fruitfulness. He did it that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. The kings of the east. East means within. You know what I'm saying is ruling you on the inside? When your spiritual blessings from God are dried up, 
because the river or the flow of fruitfulness is dried up, then that leaves way for that thing that's in you, that's trying to overtake you, to come forth. Amen? Yeah, 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 yeah. And verse 13 says, And I saw three unclean spirits. They looked like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, here specifying Satan, out of the, and his followers, out of the mouth of the beast, that's out of the mouth of man, mm-hmm, preachers and all, and out of the mouth of the false prophet, the one that tells lies to the people. Yeah. Oh, frogs. Frogs are marsh dwellers. And in a marsh, they eat anything. And whatever that thing is eating, that's what it's going to spit out. That's why he called it frog, because it's a, somebody says it's a nasty thing. 14 says, for they are the spirits of devils. Working what? Oh, you got a lot of them love to see stuff. Oh, I'm going to a deliverance ministry. I'm going, okay. Who are these doing the miracles? Which go forth into the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them together to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Next verse. Behold. I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches. That's why he said watch and pray. He didn't say pray and watch. That's why when y'all praying, I don't have my eyes closed. I'm watching. He said watch and pray. Blessed is he that watch, keep his garments, leaves he walk naked, and they see his shame. My God. Next verse. About done. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue, verse 16, 16, Armageddon. Armageddon is the scene of struggle between good and evil, the final war. It's the big one. Amen. Then came the seventh thing. And he poured out his vial to the air. And there came great voices out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, it's done. Something around that throne could have been God himself or one of God's affiliates around that throne saying, it's done. And there were voices, that means there was a language thrown out. And there were Thunders, that means there was a great noise. And there were lightnings, which is a great illumination, was taking place. And there was a great, somebody say, shaking in the land. In the land. Great earthquake. Such as not since, since men were upon the earth. So mighty an earthquake and so great. And that great city, a great city being spiritual Egypt or Babylon, the great. And that great city 
was divided into three parts. How many of y'all know a house divided can't stand? Uh-huh. Every and great Babylon, well, and the cities of the nations fell. That word cities, the, the encounters that we have with our system. Are you getting this? See, we all got a connection with the system of the world, right? See, each nation has its own system, right? We have a system here, the American economy, that we're connected to, right? God said when this earthquake hit, this whole thing is going to collapse, and we're going to be disconnected from that. That's the word. He said all the cities, the encounters that we have with the nations are going to fall. There ain't going to be nothing left but God. See, y'all over here that. See, your little kibbles and bits going to be taken away. What you going to do then? What you going to do then, people, when you can't go to Ingalls? But you got to go out and trap birds to eat. Oh, it's coming. What you going to do then? When you can't bathe for weeks at a time because you're on the What you going to do then? Are you ready for Jesus? Are you really ready? Because this ain't no cakewalk, people. And that's why I get sick and I get tired of hearing these old goody two. Because it's, it's not in line with the word. We're in a different time now. We're in a different day now. We're in the last hour. We've got to be preaching about the last hour. Time out for what you want to hear. If you don't want to hear the truth, you can't be here at House of Destiny. Because the word of truth is either going to draw you or it's going to run you away. And you're going to find somewhere else to go to hear what you want to hear instead of what God wants you to hear. Who report you're going to believe? You're going to either believe God or you're going to believe man and what he got to say about God. Where the Lord says the great city was divided. Three parts. The cities of the nations failed. And great Babylon, great confusion, the world system came into remembrance before God. To give unto her, that's her, the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. See, you don't want to hear that. Oh, God's a loving God. Got to keep you. <laughs> keep on. Oh, he's so graceful. He's so good. Got to kill you. Right here. The fierceness, not just his wrath, but the fierceness of his wrath. Sound the alarm. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Correct, reprove, so that the man of God will be completely able to do his job. Verse 20 says, in every island, that's that hiding place. You know where we like to hide. <laughs> and every island fled away. And in the mountains, and the stumbling things were not found anymore. It's open range. Open range. Last verse. I'm done. 
And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven. Wow. Every stone, listen to me, church, every individual stone weighed a talent. You know how much talent weighs? A hundred pounds. Take my glasses off. Now, you can take hell the size of a golf ball. Fall from heaven on the earth. And if you stay out there, it'll kill you, it'll beat you to death, because it's going to beat everything to death, your house, your car, every <laughs> what it brought. Uh, it'll beat your car in, you know what I'm saying? It'll beat you in, it'll break windows, it'll do it. Think about a hundred pounds falling from heaven at speed of light. Think about it, the fierceness of God's wrath. Now, the Bible says in Job, I think it's Job either 38 or 33, one of those chapters, the Bible speaks about, you can run reference on it and find it, but the Bible says God has Job. Who have known the storehouses of snow and the snowhouses of hail that I've reserved for the time of trouble and war? See, it's already reserved in heaven. The seventh angel is going to turn it loose. All these storms, all these floods, all this stuff that's going on now, all these scourges. There's some seven angels at work. Oh, the church going to be gone. Well, you still here. <laughs> you st- all right, you, you just keep on. Oh, we're going to be gone. We're going to be gone. Let me tell you something. Just because Revelation, I'm, I'm near the end of that book. That don't mean that book ain't already in action. Dumb vials are being poured out. Everything that God prophesied is already happening. And only, the only difference is it takes time for a flower to bloom, right? But that don't mean that the flower ain't growing so that it will bloom. We're in the last hour. <laughs> Three seconds before midnight. You don't have to believe it. Everything going down now. Hell's coming up to meet us. It's enlarged itself, the Bible says. It says that these hells, every stone, that means each one going to weigh 100 pounds. Talent. But look what man did, and I'm going to run out of here. And men... Did what? They still cursing God because of the plague of the hell. And for the plague thereof was exceedingly great. He keeps stepping it up on them. And the more he's stepping up on them, the more they curse God. The more they the more we preach the truth, the more they curse us preachers out for preaching the truth. Ah, oh, he's speaking dark messages. Yeah. Yeah. They dark all right. Because you dark. And the light's in you, Jesus said. If your eyes not single, the light's in you. It's, it's darkness. And the whole body is full of darkness. And oh, what a great darkness it is. Amen? Yeah. Well, I'm done. See, you thought I was going to sit up here and be all pretty like the preachers. I don't do that. 
I say what I got to say from God, and then I'm done with it. Ain't nothing there for me to say. Come on up, baby doll.